straight into the episode uh, topic because we're gonna be on it today so on it i made a schedule we're already an hour behind yeah we're pretending that we are actually like professionals professionals who have organized stuff (laughs) (laughs) that was a little present for our editor let me know if it made it yeah (laughs) so today we're doing book nerd confessions so we just made sort of a list about things all bookish people do confessions um, of a book nerd like that the confessions of a shopaholic yeah it's the yeah. confessions of a book nerd I like that, yeah because i think there's certain things that are universal to all people who are either introverted slash love books <laughs> and as a tangent to that yeah. i need to tell you about um so at work they made us do these personality maps oh as I part love of that hr kind of stuff it kind of makes you hate it but you kind of love it mine time. was so hideously accurate that I was like, I feel personally attacked by this. <laughs> I am personally offended. And then there was like different hearts. You get different colours and they end up in different halves. And one's your introverted half and one's your extroverted half. Oh, how was yours? Mine came out. They were like, add these two things together and you get the percentage of how much you're introverted, how much you're extroverted. Because yeah, you've been having a bit of a crisis over this during... But no, this is worse. Okay, this is encapsulates the whole issue. Yeah. I was 101% introverted. 101? Yeah, it was like... Okay. It's basically the different, there's four hemispheres uh, okay, that were like okay. your different percentages of yeah. like how uh, like analytical you are, how f- much feeling you are. And they're also earth, wind, air and fire as well. But <laughs> fire is like analytical and water. Uh, I don't know. I've gone fire being fiery, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. And then you have to add up two halves and there's one half that's like, so those are percentages out of 100. You add them together to get how much introverted you are and how much extroverted you are. Okay. So I was 101% introverted, 104% extroverted. Oh, so you So I was like, this is my life. Like, yeah, to, to a T. Because yeah. even this test doesn't agree on what, how introverted or extroverted I am. <laughs> and, uh, Did everyone find it quite interesting? Almost everyone said theirs was really accurate. So it comes with, like, two pages of statements about you. Yeah. And there was, like, not one statement where I was like, I'll show it to you afterwards. There's not one where I was like, mm, that's not me. They did this little spiral thing that was like your like strengths, and then there was another one of your key weaknesses. And mm. um, one of the key weaknesses in my little spiral, in, not in order, okay, but in the dead center of the spiral, was highly likely to be manipulated by senior management. Oh, that's a bit awkward. As a weakness. That is, um, well, just rubbing that in, eh? <laughs> and I was like, thanks. You're like, You're like you went cool. to the workplace, thank this you. This might as well be a playbook on how to gaslight me in the workplace. <laughs> Oh my god! Speaking of gaslighting, yeah. I was literally thinking yesterday. I was like, if anyone doesn't know what gaslighting is, all they need to do is spend like a day with a child, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then they quickly, and then you could quickly learn. Yeah. <laughs> do you need to talk about being gaslit by your toddler? Yeah, I swear. <laughs> and this is just, a safe space. You just ate. No, I didn't. If you did. I just made you a sandwich. No, you didn't. And then I'm like. 
Did I? No, I did make you a sandwich. I don't remember making you a sandwich. <laughs> did I? Maybe he's right. <laughs> I'm like, hang on, was that yesterday? Has everything merged into <laughs> You already ate your snack today. No, I didn't. Yes, yeah, I, I distinctly remember giving it to you. No, it was yesterday. Um, thing is, no. I'm so forgetful. I feel like if I ever had a kid, they could pull That's that stuff on and me. if you doubt yourself for a second, they jump on it because they know... <laughs> You're in for trouble because I think your one is quite smart, but he's also very, <laughs> very active. He's so smart. Um, yeah, he is so so smart. He's yeah, running rings around you. <laughs> he rules the house one hundred percent. Did you hear about like what everyone else's were was because it's a lot of scientists were they all quite introverted? Do you know or you didn't really discuss? There was there was another one who I would consider her to be quite introverted but we came out within the same like air one which is like feelings and the jazz hands people that's what the ma- <laughs> they, they, they we had to go through like a seminar where he explained what it all meant but he didn't like go through our, each of our profiles in front yeah. of everyone and she was like almost the same amount of air as me oh. but i'm the most green in the team whatever the hell that means and green mm. is like earth i feel like i don't know what it means but maybe green's a good color to be for your role yeah, I mean, all of it was, like, basically creative people, mm. like, people like me, writers, like, a lot of it was just literally describing, yeah, that's why, that's why I was like, this is quite accurate, but also, it was just the introvert, um, extrovert bit that that's got crazy. me. I remember when I was in Malta working for um, Betfair, mm. Bet, Paddy Power Betfair, and they did this day where they had people from various departments we all went to like this thing where they did like this personality stuff. I mean, yeah, it's HR yeah. nonsense, but and comes um, with being in a corporate. And they were literally like, everyone needs to write down. We were put into groups, like, and it was a mixture of groups. So in my group, I actually had there was me, another trainer, there was like various other people, but the director of our yeah of our of Malta basically, who I was scared to talk to. <laughs> and um, everyone needs to write down the most important thing to a company or something like yeah. that. And he went through all the answers and he was like, I can already pick out everyone that's a trainer because you've all written the staff and everyone else has written the customers. <laughs> he was literally like, if you've written staff, put your hand up. And it was just the trainers. And he was like, you're all trainers, aren't you? Yeah. And we were all like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're using it to make team maps and stuff. Mm. It's not going to be used for project planning, even though the guy was like, you can use this to plan projects and you can match your air people with your... Oh, that would <laughs> be so cute. I'm just thinking like Avatar now. <laughs> no. And the thing is, right, so the other people I was in the room with, because like usually obviously this was actually an online meeting but we happened to all be in the office that day so i was actually in a room with four people doing this and then some people on teams like on the zoom like camera call but the other people there working in person more often because they're like buildy people they're like operations people yeah yeah so they're not like quite in the hybrid work life that i am and I had shared my screen to the projector and I've gotten so comfortable of like being in a meeting but also doing something on a different screen or like I'm never actually watching the meeting. Yeah. Like I have this, I'm obviously listening and mm. I have, you can like reduce them into a little window in the corner so I can see what's happening. I guess you don't need to get involved in a lot of it because of your role anyway. Yeah. Like, Sometimes yeah. I am just listening to scientists talk. Yeah. And <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, you don't really need that. Do I just you? need to like know if any of it's relevant to me. Yeah. And so I, I was there and I kept forgetting I was sharing my screen. I couldn't remember how to freeze your screen as well on a projector. I couldn't remember how to do it. So I kept forgetting and I'd just go and open something on my screen. And I'm like, oh, sorry, guys. 
And then I was like opening up the Sims. Oh, sorry, I forgot how to work. Well, like obviously I checked the, the social media as yeah. part of my job. So I was like opening up Facebook. I was like, I swear this is for work. <laughs> um, That's so funny. Uh, like I work with quite a few colleagues who aren't even in the UK. So I communicate through Teams messaging a lot. So my thing was just bloop, message from so and so, bloop, bloop, bloop. And I was like, I closed Teams and the bubbles were still coming up. And I was like, I don't know how this is <laughs> like. And then I was um, and, and I guess I, you like you have pockets of time where they're really responsive mm, due to like time zone differences. Yeah, or this was like right bang in the height of when like the Hanoi team is speaking to me, my colleague in Germany is speaking yeah. to me. Yeah, like, because obviously I'm quite comfortable with the mute button as well, and quietly heckling meetings yeah. is something I really enjoy. Yeah, uh, never mean to people in case you're from work, but just being like, oh come on, <laughs> get to the point. <laughs> Especially we have like when we have the all company meetings. It's very corporate sometimes, oh, and I'm like, I would be like come on, <laughs> just use real talk. But obviously we're on mute, and the camera wasn't pointed on me, so I was just like talking out loud to the room of people about what he was saying, because I laughed at one point, because it was like proper earth, wind, fire, yeah. like, nonsense. It was, you know, <laughs> all much of a muchness. So I was like speaking out loud, and the other woman who works like only in the buildy bit was just looking at me. And she was, like, trying to, like, not react with her face. And I was like, just, like, what are they going to do? I was like, just laugh. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> She's like, you're definitely on mute. And I was like, yes, I'm definitely on mute. I'm not just sat, sat here going, this is ridiculous, where this poor guy can hear me. <laughs> For someone that's, like, a serious hippie, I love that you're just like, oh, this is such rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it was an hour and a really busy day. Yeah. And a new colleague had literally just started. And I was like, Bye! I'm gonna go listen uh, to someone. She said the new colleague wasn't there, was she? No. My <laughs> gosh, you're just like, listen. <laughs> I wasn't saying this was BS. I was just, uh, <laughs> just being like, you know, I could really do with. Like, like, we were announcing a webinar, and I was like, I just, I'm I, like, don't, I don't care if I'm Earth Wind or I feel so stressed or, right yeah. now, just sat here doing nothing while someone's like, bling, messaging, bling, messaging, bling. Messaging. Like, you know, there's stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, come on. <laughs> and he was like, quoting Carl Jung and like other psychology people who are like mm, I think we're a bit dodgy in in woke land I'm like mm, we, we, we want to quote it weird them that, as like, fact in the world of like psychology they're building on things that were made up by random men well, that, ago. the it's last crazy. two or three years they've disproven a lot of stuff exactly like a lot of things that was considered gospel in psychology yeah. have been disproven and very recently. As the basis for so long, and they've only just started to like. At, like these unethical experiments oh. that a lot of this was based on. So, like the Stanford Prison Experiment, you know, mm. that's really famous and it's considered like proof that, you know, Nazis could happen or whatever again. Yeah, but, but they're, they're never done correctly. There's always like you, influence. You know that other one where it's like they could give electric shocks? Yeah. And they're saying, like, oh, you know, people never questioned authority and they just gave the electric shocks. Well, no, because there was, like, they did, a, they did it again with different conditional factors where there was a clear out mm-hmm. and things like that. They did, they, they you know, yeah. yeah. I can't remember exactly because this is all, like, things I've read on the internet. Um, if anyone wants us to do, like, a little random bonus spin-off, <laughs> not to do with books, but to this random stuff that we... I mean, into. yeah, like, I... <laughs> Again, I, I like delve into this all the time on YouTube. I know, I know I heckled um like that stuff, but I find this stuff like Enneagram, the the Myers Briggs one. Yeah. I find it all really interesting. Oh, we should maybe like 
if we ever have the time Bonus to do like episode. one episode a month by this episode that's non-book stuff yeah yeah but much anyway. like this episode so far so <laughs> that was such a long tangent <laughs> but it was all very this is about looping back to my original point of book nerd confessions and being introverted yeah so i am a weird hybrid mix of the two because the kind of the standard of what people expect is that book nerds are very introverted mm. yeah um and innocent which as smart talk <laughs> points out that's really yeah incorrect. book talk's really yeah. doing the hard work to undo that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah when you find the random like men that have come across it they're just like excuse me <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. I've started remembering quotes from it. Mm. You know, like in um, High Mountain Court, where they she, she's like, I sheathed myself yeah. around him. <laughs> and that particular phrase, I couldn't get oh it out of God. my head. So Jeez. you're my best friend, and his best friend, who's a boy. <laughs> I was telling them about it, and one of them was like, what, what? are you reading? And I was like, this is just in a normal book. This, is this fancy, isn't even a smart book. <laughs> Oh my god, so you know the Dragon's Bride? Oh my god, yeah. I need that. I need it just for the aesthetics of the book cover. Yeah, I showed my friend yeah. that. And I was like, so what I did for him, I was did like, you show the, so I just showed the, it. The art as well. On the yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I showed it zoomed out, and yeah. then I was like, I was just like, come here, come here. And I was like, let me just, like, <laughs> zoomed. And I was like, that's not his tail. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an upcoming book by, is it Kate? Nor no Kate, oh, Kate Roberts, the person who wrote the Neon Gods, Kate Roberts, I think. Oh, I didn't realise it was that same person. Yeah, she's got a book coming out which is dragon <laughs> porn. <laughs> oh my Where's gosh, the, the cover just looks so fantastic. It's like um kate robert that's kate it robert. So it's, i just want it it's like you know those vintage harlequin romance books that you'd pick up at like in a hotel lobby yeah, yeah. or in a secondhand bookshop they yeah. might have or your mum might have had them when you were a child <laughs> it's like mm. she's bringing that back like more more romance authors are using that style as well. Yeah. But obviously hers involves a dragon. And she's like changed the dragon in the picture in a wedding dress. Yeah, the heroine's changed to a dragon. But then there's um, the artwork where it's like she has that. I um, like that she released that. Well. She's like, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, I really want the book just for the cover. I think it's really beautiful. Like, I know it's a dragon, but I just like <laughs> the aesthetic of it. It's vintage, it's retro. I like it. I really like those Harlequin romance covers. <laughs> I mean, the, the the stories, I've read them. Sometimes they grip me, mostly they don't, which is why I don't really read romance now. But yeah, I love the covers. <laughs> but yeah, and then she released some art for it. I suggest going to her Instagram to see the art. Yeah, go and check it out. It's not safe for work. My friends, yeah, no, not child appropriate. <laughs> my friend's reaction when I zoomed in was just like... <laughs> what is happening yeah i went over to nick and i was like um can you help me understand the logistics of this and he was like well she gets ripped in half and i was like okay cool cool <laughs> anyway book nerd confessions <laughs> one of the book nerd confessions is that i really like those harlequin romance book covers there we go it, we, it loops around we it enjoy a bit around. of the the smart stuff i really enjoy like the smutty fan art for books I just think they're fun. Like that one you sent me from Blood and Ash where they're in the cave. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, actually, that is a really beautiful scene despite the fact she also gets railed against a rock. By the sounds of it, she gets railed everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> 
I had wanted to start there next month, but I'm doing a read-along of The Priory of the Orange Tree. Oh, okay. So I think that's pretty much going to be the only book I read next month, apart from it's audio. It's so big. So it's... Um, I really want to read it. It's just so... That would be a massive... It's there. Do you want to do the read-along with us? It's in the Discord. When, when is it? Starts on February the 1st. So basically, <laughs> she's broken it down as like a reading planner. It's Lauren's Little Library on TikTok. Okay. And she's created a Discord for it, and it's going to be like 30 pages a day. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to do the 30 pages, but that's how they've spaced it out yeah. so that you'd read it over the month. If you fancy dipping in, let me know and I'll send you an invite. I'll have to have a thing. I'm going to try it. So I'm currently reading Violent Delights and then I'm supposed to start Akatar. Mm. So if I start Akatar, oh, you know well, you me, I won't be able to leave series. that to do priority. Yeah. Like, I can't do what you do. I yeah. can't hop. I'm not very yeah. good at that. You'd have to do the whole series. Yeah. Although you'd actually just have to do that before Akatar because you wouldn't be starting Akatar before Tuesday, would you? No. Which is when February starts. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe I'll do the read-along with you. Maybe I'll actually participate. <laughs> it looks fun. I want to read it. I think there's it. like 70 people in it mm. from, from Book Talk. Okay, maybe I'll we'll have to get on I'll it. send you an invite. Okay, thank you. Anyway, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, didn't do a chat beforehand, so we've been doing it. We were trying to be disciplined, and then we've just no, failed. Chatting, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's all related. Yeah. So first book nerd confession mm. is I can read pretty much anywhere. Like, for me, doesn't matter where I am, mm. bus, train, in the middle of a crowded room. <laughs> yeah, pretty much if, it, if I'm able to sit there with a book, I'll do it. Boats. I've done it on boats as well. <laughs> when I was travelling. When we go between countries. I remember I used to like need everything to be quiet whilst I read. But yeah, yeah I've learned, especially being a mum, that yeah. I just read when I can. Yeah, like you know you like that thing that you just tune out? When I was at secondary school, I used to read at lunchtime. Mm. My group of friends used to hang out in a music room. Because uh, we were cool. Yeah. So I used to listen to headphones and have music playing to block their music out. Yeah. And yet I would just read. And yeah. everyone was like, Can you listen to music and read? And I'm like, Well, that music is kind of counteracting your music. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, when I was at uni, like, I lived in a very busy house. Like, there were six girls, but two of them were gay. So they also had girlfriends over. And yeah. they basically lived with us also. So it was eight girls plus people's boyfriends. And yeah. it was just, you know, manic. Never, never very quiet, I would say. And I'd sit in the kitchen. There'd be someone cooking, there'd be music, there'd be this, there'd be that. And I'd sit there doing my literature degree <laughs> homework, yeah. like coursework at the table. And I'd be like singing along to music whilst reading. And my housemate, Chloe, was just like... Wow. She was like, you're not retaining any of what you're reading, surely. And I was like, this was skim reading for uni. It wasn't like reading, reading. I've got undiagnosed ADHD, come on. You didn't know that at the time. Oh, I still don't know for sure. (laughs) There's a girl at work who keeps going, like, have you gone yet? And I'm like, mate, I just... (laughs) Like, what what benefit does that do to you, really? I just feel it feels like a lot of effort. (laughs) I have strong suspicions. I've put some strategies in place. You've worked um, stuff out. <laughs> Obviously, um, I said in my yearly appraisal, I was like, oh, I've worked out how to focus at home. I didn't tell her that's through four different sources of stimuli blasting at yeah. me. <laughs> Which I have also tried and worked for a short period of time. Yeah. yeah, it really burns you out. But if you're looking to get through work quickly. 
Yeah, so I get like one day where I am so exhausted, I'm literally yeah. cannot get out of bed all day, and one day where I have energy for about half a day. Mm. So yeah, I just do your very unhealthy thing yeah. to get loads of work done in that half a day. Yep. So I've got to get like two days work done. But also, like I find, I maybe thrive a bit better in high pressure as well, which might be again like ADHD procrastination. Yeah. Again, we're not self-diagnosing. Um, no self-diagnosis is valid, but for this... No, I'm diagnosing as a non-medical <laughs> professional. Um, I mean, I have taken online assessments. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... If it bothered me that much, I would do something about it. The Kindle books I read, obviously, I can pick them up on my phone. Mm. So if I'm, like, anywhere and I've just yeah. got a couple of minutes, I'll start reading on my phone. Yeah. Sometimes when people are talking to me, I'm bored by them, so I pick up my phone. Sorry. When I did the whole, um, like, voluntourism in South Africa... With animals, not people, which is still ethically a bit weird, so I'm not going to get into all that. Mm. But I just I have to preface that when you say you've done it, you have to sort of <laughs> acknowledge that these days. But we used to drive to the place we were working that day on the homestead mm. in the back of a pickup truck, and I would read in the back of the pickup truck, yeah. which is like we're on like country roads so like, in well, a pickup. Well, I'm next to like a some spades. It wasn't safe. Like yeah. I was in the <laughs> back of a pickup truck, just like on the flatbed, just sat there next to like all the equipment. And like one day we had uh, machetes with us and I'm just sat there like I could fall asleep there too at one point I was really tired I mean that does actually sound quite nice to fall asleep to there's a reason babies like to be rocked yeah it just reminds them of being in the woods I'd be like all settled in the corner with my back against like the car bit of the truck I don't know how to say yeah yeah what's that I don't know what the proper word for it is yeah Maybe. Yeah, and I just like drift off. But I would read there and there was like people who aren't big readers who were just looking at me like when I was doing the reading on the boat, we had like a, a really long journey. It was like a day's travel by boat down this river. I don't know why, why? it was meant to be an experience, but it was raining the whole time. Like heavy tropical rains. So they had the curtains drawn around the boat. So experienced, Phil. <sighs> Yeah, so it was like, but it was warm as well. It was like heavily humid. That sounds like a, a recipe for me falling asleep, if, if I'm honest. The benches were really uncomfortable though. Yeah. So you couldn't, like, everyone else just slept. But I literally just read for a full day. And one of them was like, I've never seen someone concentrate for that long in a book. And I was like, I didn't realise eight hours had passed. <laughs> <laughs> I was so into my book. Oh, yeah, I, I read The Martian. That's when I read The ah, Martian, was on, the, so on a river. really like. I finished oh, it in like a and I day. Bet it was like really nice sound system. Yeah. With it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was um. Anyway, so well, I know I can read pretty much when anywhere. When I was in town Friday, there was a man walking around reading a book, and I was like, "You are my walking kind of reading person. is something I can't do. I can't do it, but I, was I don't impressed. have enough spatial awareness. I think yeah. that's the problem. I was impressed by him. He did yeah. keep looking up every now and then, but I was I was actually. I impressed. could do it on my phone, but I can't do a book. I tried to look at what he was reading, but I couldn't mm. quite notice it, and I didn't want to engage in a conversation yeah. in case he was a weirdo. Yeah, well, it being our town centre. <laughs> Um, highly likely and yeah I just thought what about if he's just so excited for someone to talk to him about his book and then I'll be there for 10 years yeah. that'll be you know like when someone asks you what you're reading it's mm. either you're very excited to tell them everything or you just show them the cover yeah. and carry on reading yeah. like that's, that's it I um, used to read at the gym when I did more like cardio things so I'd be on a piece of equipment for quite a while yeah um, I'd read at the gym and people would just look at you and I'm like I am superior to you yeah. <laughs> on um, your way yeah <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, like listening to an audiobook on a treadmill was great and like 
So if I, you all think I'm just listening to music, but I'm actually listening to a podcast. I'm superior to you. <laughs> I was not better than anyone. <laughs> I actually recommended it to a friend, I was like, because she was finding gym stuff boring and she wanted to get back into reading. And I was like, just listen to your story. Because oh, yeah. I find it, gym is actually a lot easier if I'm listening to a story. Prefer, over a podcast or music, I actually am at a point where I find a story easier just like go auto into it because you're actually listening to the story so the workout probably doesn't you're not thinking about it so much some parts of it like where i'm doing like injury recovery stuff it's very repetitive so um, it just gets really boring i have to do the same workout with like repetitive motions for for weeks and i'm just like "Mm, i'm bored of this (laughs) and also because i work from home i've also had it all the whole day as well i might have like music and podcasts and where i'm trying to simulate other humans (laughs) yeah yeah, I I always listen to like coffee shop ambience and mm. stuff. And there's one called I Miss My Cafe, and you can actually have put on like people in the background chatting and stuff. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. That's why I used to work in the library because mm. it was like it was quiet, but there was always like a uni library yeah. in the study rooms. It's never quite like silent, is people it? Eating snacks or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I used to like the other like nocturnal library people, mm. <laughs> like me. Yeah. The the overnight study as we all look the same like vampire children. (laughs) Basically in your PJs or whatever, yeah. So my next one I've got on my list is see dawn more often than an adult should because you're reading. Which again, you've got a child, so not so much now, but yes, previously. (laughs) You know like that TikTok sound of like, oh I fucked up. Yes, definitely. And it's like the birds tweeting, like, oh That's me when I read until like half one because then I'm like going to be waking up in about half an hour yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah i think there was when actually it was when i was reading high mountain court and witch's blade you just stayed up and powered through i was you? i think there was one time I, I read it until half past three in the morning but i don't get up yeah, to nine the same as like but if you had to get up and commute and that's still that more mental getting up at up nine that's still only five and a half hours sleep yeah. really which is like not okay <laughs> I think the latest I've read to on a work night since being a, an adult <laughs> is like I've I've stayed up to like gone half past four reading, yeah. and then and then that's sometimes depending on the time of year that is dawn and I'm, I'm like oh no, and I've got Jeez. someone in my house works night shifts so if I hear him get up for his night shift and then I'm like oh no yeah. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> and then my next one is. I will not discuss with you how much I've spent on books. Oh. Like, don't ask, because you don't want to know. Yeah, I mean... And this works for parents, partners. <laughs> yeah, you can't put a price on books, yo. <laughs> <laughs> what you get from them, you can't put a price on. What do we say? Reading books and collecting them is two different yeah. hobbies. <laughs> yeah. and I've also heard people say there's a third one, which is buying books is a different hobby as well. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. It doesn't... I would never sit there and work out how much... Uh, how much this has cost? Yeah, like, no. Like, I'm gesturing to the shelves behind me. I would never... I, I would I would have a breakdown. Yeah. I mean... This, like, of all the... Do you know when they're like, oh, what's an expensive thing that no one would think is expensive? It's Books. this behind me. Yeah. Especially where I've got all the... A whole bunch of the penguin ones. Yeah. Books, well, obviously, different currencies have different conversions, but the price of books in, like, America is 
I think it's Australia as well. Australia Australia and New Zealand. There's a crazy expensive. I don't understand it. I don't get it. No. Like, I just don't get it. Why is it so expensive? They buy a paperback for, like, $25, and I'm like, what? That's That's hardback prices, and that's fancy hardback, too. That's, like, limited edition Waterstones. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't... Those embossed, like, complete collections I've got up there. Yeah. Those are the ones that are, like, £30 each. But then that's, like, the complete works of Edgar Allan Poe or Jane Austen. I mean, I have illustrated copies of certain books Mm. She who must not be named. Yeah. That series and the his dark materials they cost like thirty pound a book. Yeah. I'm paying for the artwork. Yeah. So that's understandable. Wait, so the Penguin Costban classics, mm. and then the also the Terry Pratchett ones you got me. Yeah. Um, I think most of them were bought by you, to be honest. Yeah. The only reason I haven't carried on is because I didn't know what you had. Oh, I need to do a picture of the shelves on my Instagram yes. so you can subtly yes, check that'd it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> and then next year. Next Christmas, this Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I keep getting told off. People like try to subtly scan my shelves to see what I have. Sometimes when they buy me presents, but where we're now You're double like, stacked, triple stacked <laughs> on about half the shelves are yeah. now double stacked. I downloaded an app where you make like a virtual library. I'm thinking I'm actually gonna put all my books in there. I like it would take a day but it might be fun to do i think this would take me more than a day yeah mine probably would as well but it might be fun yeah. to organize it all i think it would be cool it's definitely something i'm gonna have to think about space wise when and if i move into my own place and then if i ever have a house fire and lose them all i can look at that app and cry yeah i do think about that like if there was a fire which ones would you grab the amount of time and like expense i've put into this and also arranging it all pretty. <laughs> That's another hobby of mine. I books on my property insurance situation. <laughs> yeah. It's never occurred to me, but... I still need to get insurance for all like, my techie bits and that loan. Yeah, so, yep. Yeah, yep. So don't ask how much I've spent. <laughs> because, you know... Because can... I don't even know. <laughs> Shall one on TikTok show me, you can check on Amazon your total amount you've spent since you yep. had an account with them. Yeah, no. And I'm no, like, I'm no. not... No. I'm not doing that. I remember that was a thing that everyone was doing, and I was like, yeah, good I don't want to know. I need to live in ignorance because I'm sure it's. Yeah. Yeah. I will literally cry at how much money I've given Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to read my own handwriting. Hold on, guys. <laughs> You're my glass. Oh, this is related to what we just said. Yeah. I would be tempted to try and save some of my books in a fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, if all the people were safe and all the pets were safe and children were safe, yeah. would you save the books? <laughs> would you try? I like, I wouldn't go back into a burning no, building for them, for them. But I'm just saying it would, it would cross be, my it mind. It would be one of those ones that when I'm standing outside, I'm like, do I have time to go back in? Or <laughs> <laughs> It would cross my mind of like, mm, what ones could I grab? Mm. I don't know what I would grab. That's the thing. You need to decide. There's so mind. many. But then if I start thinking about that, I would have to have them always handy. I would like have to carry them to my bed and have them next to my bed. <laughs> like and have a go it bag. Would, it would just be out of hand. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It would get so out of hand, I just know. But that's just like, I think that's a ridiculous thing that it would cross my mind. Because I'm in a bungalow, I guess I could just grab them and lob them out the window really quickly. You could. Uh, onto the trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, hold on, just my son. <laughs> I just yeah. need to do something. Can you just chuck your duvet out the window? I'm going to throw my books on. <laughs> <laughs> do we have a tarp? <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't know. It would, mm. And because I've got my son, if I was going to grab something that's not 
an alive thing, I would probably grab something for him so that he doesn't lose everything. Because <laughs> that's unfortunate, but that's a mum thing. I yeah. Think. I, mean, I do have sentimental stuff, but it's buried below the other pile of boxes over there. Mm. So, so no I can grab that in a fire. Yeah. yeah. Might grab Cheetah, Childhood Teddy. Let's just hope no fires happen. Mm-hmm. I would probably just focus on getting everyone out and probably grabbing a jumper so I don't get cold outside. <laughs> Even though there's a fire raging, so maybe I might not get cold. I always cold. think that about people that sleep in their pants or sleep naked. This is what I always say. I'm always like, but if there's a fire and you sleep naked... What happened? Yeah, because my mum used to always have a go at me for like wearing so many layers to bed. I'm a mm. cold person. Mm-hmm. I wear a lot of layers to bed. My mum used to always have a go at me and be like, you look like a Victorian woman. I was like, and I'd be like, yeah, but if there's a fire, I'm not naked outside, unlike you. So I'd be one of those ones who would be naked outside. Yeah, I'm looking at my naked body. Like, where I sleep, shorts and a vest are up. But that's only because like, I'm here with a house with a bunch of other humans. Yeah. I think I would be comfier if I was on my own. <laughs> Put it that way. Yeah. So, I don't know when I think about that a lot. You'd have to have like, I don't know, do drills. When it used to paranoy me a lot, I don't know why, mm. I used to get really funny about, really convinced there'd be a fire, I have no idea why. No. It was when I was in a terraced house, I was really mm. worried there would be a fire, because if it started in another house, the whole street would probably go up. I mean, yeah, that's this house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I used to always have to like make sure that I knew where the dressing gown was when I went to sleep. <laughs> My slippers and dressing gowns, so I could put them on if I tapped had to into a very specific fear. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of gone now. Now mm. I'm really like, so absolute tangent. My cat has learned that if he knocks the letterbox, I will let him in. So he goes out at night, he dangles, jingles my keys to make me let him out, <laughs> and he knocks the letterbox when he wants to come in. And I just go and I open the front door and just go, Charlie, in you come. And the other night, I was suddenly like, what about if that's just a serial killer knocking to see if anyone answers the door? And now I'm really nervous, because I can't look through the peephole and see the cat. He's yeah. too low. <laughs> like, you could look through and see if there's a serial killer, though. Like, Yeah, that's what I've got to start doing. Because yeah. I'm just Do like, serial opening the door without looking it. half asleep. I'm just like, come in. And then my other half was like, a serial killer in our small little village. And I was like, well, I've watched a lot of Midsummer Murders. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's always the people you least expect. (laughs) So I've got a weird one of like windows. Like, you know when it's like you've got the lights on and you can't see anything outside and it's dark? I don't know that yet. I'm convinced there's a face on the other side. My child was getting really freaked out about that last night for some reason, just randomly. He was like, he opened the curtains and was like, I can't see the garden. And I was like, no, it's because our lights are on. Mm. And then he was getting really freaked out because he wanted to look at the grass or something. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, he wanted to look at his pile of sticks in the garden, that was it. He has a pile of sticks in the garden. So then we had to turn off all the lights so that he could see his pile of sticks. Yeah. Yeah, I have a really weird fear about something at windows. Mm. And that I, happens a lot in horror films. Mm. When I was cat-sitting, because obviously I was in a house by myself, I was cat-sitting for a family friend. Even though I haven't opened the back doors at any point during my stay, I must check the locks before I go to bed. Oh, of course. But I want to check them, I must draw, like, pull the curtains out to one side to get to the handles. And I'm like, what if? What if there's just... There's just a face there? No, because yeah. that could happen. <laughs> well, no, it's unlikely to, but if it was a horror film, it would happen. Mm. Mm. It's happened, like, not with strangers, but, like, when someone who's expected to come over just appears in my front window uh-huh. while we face the street. Oh, what, in, in the kitchen? kitchen? Yeah. yeah. 
and like it's happened someone has i've been like looking out and i can't see anything and then whoever's out there waiting for a lift waves at me and i'm like <laughs> once when i came down i think i was dropping off your birthday present or something and gav was in the kitchen and i was like oh i hope i've not freaked him out just like walking down your drive <laughs> but it wasn't dark oh, well, when it someone's like, like walking with twilight. purpose to the front door that's fine yeah it's when you just kind of like you're not looking you can't see anything you're kind of just at the sink like washing your hands or whatever and then you just see a sort of a movement of like yeah. a wave and i'm like oh. <laughs> today's the day do you ever close anything on those i close the blinds blind? when i go yeah. down there at night yeah that's how they can tell if I've been down there in the, at night because I close the blinds. Well, everyone else just is happily just yeah. uh, letting people in the street just. Yeah. That sounds weird. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, this family's family, weird. But... <laughs> yeah, I know. What are you doing? When I was younger, I used to be convinced there'd be a face at my windows, and like, there's no logic behind that. Why would there be a face at my windows? Like, you don't have like a porch underneath your nope. window or anything. No, there's stand there's on. the extension to the right. Yeah. But that's under my parents' window, not yeah. mine. They, they're gonna have a face, yeah. not you. Yeah. Well, there was one time, though, when I was younger, I looked out, because we, we back onto a woods, don't we? Mm. I was looking out my window, and someone was going along the fence line, putting a torch over the fence oh. line. It was, like, 1am or something, and I watched him go along. He got to our house, he went over our fence line, and then torch, shone the torch up directly at <gasps> me. Oh, no. I, like, screamed for I my parents. Like, they for a while. Oh, my God, yeah. Mm. You can't get there anymore. It's like too overgrown, which I like. Um, Our next door doesn't have a fence. She used to just use like a, a really thick bush. Oh. She used to like the wildlife from the forest coming in. Not forest, woods. Okay. So I was like, there's no fence next door. But that also is a great place for like serial killers. <laughs> exactly. It was like a real source of anxiety. Um, <laughs> yeah, at my mum's this is I... totally tangled <laughs> like we started at fire but anyway at my mum's when i lived there mm. the it's like a I, I don't really know what it is it's like I, I it's like a shelter over her table yeah. it's not quite anything but yeah you can climb up that to get to my bedroom window and, uh. and i hated it mm. and my brother when he came home drunk and didn't have his key he would knock on my window and <sighs> i'd be like <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> no. Not, um, not book related, but there we go. Yeah. We just went into like a. Honestly, you're just the best therapy. Yeah, thank For you. free. <laughs> so, that was all our fears and anxieties. Welcome. Yeah. Starting <laughs> off with <Condensed> version. <laughs> And now just home invasion related. Moving on. <laughs> Despite the fact there's not really any home invasion robberies where we live, especially no. not where you live especially now. Especially in my little village. Like, <laughs> Oh. It's not really an issue. <laughs> Who's gonna be in that village? Like doing it. I just. Well, our next door supposedly got their cars nicked oh. by someone going like through the letterbox to get their keys. Ah. Because their keys was by the front front door. Well, that does sound like a foolish thing to do. Mm, I don't know. I'm convinced it was like. Mm, I've got suspicions about that whole suspicions thing. Suspicions of the Because it didn't happen to anyone else in the street. So, yeah. Little hands coming. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, let's move on. <laughs> well, my mum wasn't very good about locking the front door then, so I went through a phase of being absolutely obsessed yeah. with the front door. So now we're all much better. My mum used to get really annoyed if anyone put their keys by our front door because she'd be like, anyone can see that and come up. And I'm like, mm. there's quite a bit of like space, you know, the front yeah. garden between our front door and the street. No one's going to be able to see the key. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a mum thing. 
Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. And apparently a me thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. No, that yeah. wasn't. That was last this last year. Oh. <laughs> it was me lecturing my mum about locking the door. <laughs> but now it's always locked, so don't come round yeah. to Tony's and. No, don't come here. My mum has left. She's got very scary dogs. I do. To be fair, she balks at leaves, so there's mm. no way you're getting in. <laughs> last night she was growling at something at the back door, and there was nothing there. <gasps> I'm convinced. My dad Ghosts. was at the end of the garden, so I think she forgot he was out there. Oh. So that's what I convinced myself it was, and I didn't get up. <laughs> Because um, I was like, I just don't need to know. No, like, when my son sometimes wakes up at night, he points in the corner of his bedroom, and sometimes the cats look there. And, and I was just like, choose, like I'm if, not if our house wasn't so new, mm. I would be adamant there's ghosts. Yeah. But as it's a new house, I'm going to tell myself, I didn't notice that. Yeah. And I'm going to leave the room quickly. Bella will growl at things in the corners of our living room. Mm. But like she'll, she reacts to like, if you're like watches doing like a shiny light on the wall, she jumps up and like tries to eat it. I think she's just seeing something reflecting. But she's done it before. And there was one night where she was growling at the the hallway and I couldn't figure out what was setting it off. And then she was growling at one coat as well. I would have just so like, I was like, closed the door, not my problem. So I went out in the hallway and I was like, what is it? And I was like picking things up and holding them out to her. And it was like, I picked up a coat that she was growling at. She sniffed it. She sniffed it. Kind of like shook it off and walked away. And I was like, oh, you just needed to sniff that coat. What? Okay. What? What is this? All right, ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> but if we're like walking on the street and Bella like growls at someone or crosses the road, I'm like trusting that 100%. Yeah, <laughs> like you're on your the devil. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Back to book nerd confessions. Mm. I have read when I come home drunk, and people oh, yeah. think that's really weird. No, I've done that. It's dancing it's like, on the page, but I definitely have done it's it. It's like yeah. the best time to read. I only read like, like two pages. It so well. Yeah, for like two you pages, don't get very yeah. far. <laughs> I'm like I've read when I'm like yeah like dizzy drunk, mm. and I'm like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know about you, I can't fall asleep if I don't read. No. And the same. Oh. I think like I used to also come home and like put on I don't know like Family Guy or something like that in the yeah. background until I fell asleep. But I went through a big phase where I couldn't fall asleep unless I had the TV on. And now See, I can't fall asleep. I've never been able to fall asleep with the TV on. Now I'm more of a it needs to be silent, please. Mm. I listen to story tapes to sleep. Mm, I put the um, but outside of the story tape, it does need to be quiet. Now I'm finding that more and more. My son's got a little. Tony, it's like an audio book thing for kids, which is oh, really, really okay. cute. So I put that on for him. Yeah. And so that it sounds like there's people in the house. Well, obviously I'm in the house. I don't leave my kid alone, but so yeah. some of you might like. I've already had always had since I was a kid. Like everyone in this house listens to something to sleep, mm. which is why this house is never quiet either. Because yeah. every single one of us has the same. Everyone's like brain must be full on buzzing in this house. Yeah. I bought. I don't know if you've seen them advertised, but those loop earplugs. Yeah, it's, I do have it's them. It's too loud now, so I have to wear them all the time around the house. Yes, well, like, at one point... Oh, my God, we've tangent so badly. But anyway, there was someone... Where everyone's on different shifts, or people mm. aren't working, or, like, someone works part-time, no one is on the same pattern. No. I so, mean, you none of you even eat together, do you? Because you're all no. completely different... Yeah, and, like, none of us are on the same sleeping pattern, yeah. really, for the most part. Like, me and my mum are probably the only ones who are on the same pattern. But, like, there's someone downstairs watching TV, and it vibrates through my floor. And then my mum had a storybook on to drown out all the noises. Yeah. My darling brother, the editor, was playing video games in his room. Which can get quite loud. Or I, whatever they I play. also live with a gamer. Yep. Yes. Which, and my... <laughs> love ya, but you're not a quiet person by nature. <laughs> and the thing is, when they've got headphones on, they don't realise how loud well, apparently he has a, Again, apparently he has a setting that lets him hear how loud he's being. Oh, well... 
but it's ineffective. <laughs> it does not work as advertised. <laughs> Again, love, yeah, please, like, stop editing this for us. <laughs> but it's just a lot of outside noises. And then I, when I was cat-sitting where it was, like, completely quiet, I was like, mm, I am sleeping better. Like, it's starting to affect my quality of sleep, for sure. After I went through my phase of having to watch TV, or yeah. TV I then could only sleep with earplugs. Yeah. So maybe it's worth giving up. I've got them. I just I really don't like wearing in-ear. Like, none of my headphones are in-ear for that reason. I don't like it. Yeah. But I've got the the Bose noise cancelling ones and maybe I just need to sleep with them just sometimes it when it's everyone here making noise yeah. at night or put on some white noise mm. really quiet like your baby when we used to do that for my newborn I used to sleep really well I just have like a story mm. probably on the thing yeah. Um, I can't wait till it's warm enough for me to have my fan back on as well yeah that's really good yeah yeah like, when, when our fan got put in the loft, it, only about three weeks ago, and we already regret it, and it's coming back out, like, tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you do have, also, like, so an silent. extra body in the bed quite often who's warm. Oh, my God. It's like a radiator. <laughs> yeah, I'm there with my two blankets. And yeah. And because there's a fan on. <laughs> Next one, I've got my little listicle. The book is always better than the movie. No discussion. Sorry. I'm going to mm. discuss. Mm, no. No. <laughs> I've mentioned it multiple times in this podcast. You're banned from the book nerd group if you say that. <laughs> I've mentioned it multiple times on this podcast. The Vampire Diaries. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Vampire Diaries, Game of Thrones are the ex- exceptions, in mm. my opinion. I've not read the book. Potentially Bridgerton, because the show was fabulous. Yes, I haven't read them yet. That's another book I have and haven't read. Occasionally. <laughs> What I find with adaptations, mm. I've actually put this in our planner to discuss, by the way. Okay. What I've found with adaptations is I always aim to go into them being open-minded, and I'm always like... There's certain I, things that can't translate to film, yeah. and I understand And that. I'm always aware that it's the director's vision of the yeah. book, and, you know, five people can read the book and completely visualise mm. it different or take different things from it. So I always go in with a, okay, let's see what you can do. It's, it's times like what they did with his dark materials the film oh you know the one with yeah. the weird golden child who's like not lyra at all oh wait you know what? you know the, the, the film one... the one film they did yeah 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 was like it crossed about three different books and didn't do it properly and oh it was just a terrible film i feel like recently, the series has been better i recently rewatched that film again as well just to see if it was as bad as i remembered and it was it's awful so it's ones like that that i really take issue with (laughs) i also dislike when they deliberately take out important plot points to put in more action or or romance that isn't oh that's what annoys me when they put romance in that's not needed well when they like reduce like a lot of the hunger game stuff down to like a a love triangle which it's not. Which it isn't really in the books. And we need to stop using the term love triangle. If it's not a triangle, it's a love corner. Yeah. If it's one girl and two guys and no one's reciprocating. Yeah. If the two guys aren't interested, it's not a triangle. I think the only example is that. It's you know the one I talked about that's in the, the Cassandra Care books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they end up as a throuple. So. Not finished watching it, but Shadow and Bone is supposed to be quite a good adaptation. I think so. I think that's one of the ones where the things they have changed, I understand, Mm. and they haven't lost any of the character, or, like, the important nuance hasn't been lost. Like, none of that's gotten lost, which is, that's the bit I take issue with, is when you lose some kind of nuance because they've Um, tried to make it 
Hollywood, I it's guess. The Portrait of Dorian Gray, I think, is a fantastic it adaptation. Nice, yeah. Oh, well worth. So I'm going to decline that one. Okay. I'm going to argue with that. <laughs> Yeah. I think it depends on the director, the scriptwriter, and how much involvement the author had, yeah, and the studio has, yeah, because they can really fuck up a, a film, uh, as evidenced by Hunger what? Games. Uh, Hunger Games actually is quite accurate for the most part to the plot. Mm. It's just the stuff with how much they pushed, uh, and not even like they so lost it... the essence of it. Like it's accurate, but they've lost the essence of it. It's a yeah. rebellion. Film. Yeah, it's a rebellion series, and they kind of and it's a lot of, a of that. it's a lot of stuff to do with like the capital is very representative of like capitalism, and yeah. a lot of that kind of stuff got lost. Like, did you see oh, someone at London Fashion Week? Or one of the fashion weeks did a picture, and they were like, "I'm living in the Hunger Games capital." Oh no! I <laughs> and it was people in like the, the weird, the like clothes. in the the crowd, not just yeah. the runway, oh. the outfits that all the people were wearing, and they were like, "I'm literally living in the Hunger Games capital." One thing that they did do well, mm. and it was actually not; it was a decision made because of the fans. Was they hinted in the films at a romance between Hamish and Effie? Which is not from the books, but it's yeah. just because those actors had such good chemistry. The fans liked sense, it. So, yeah. Kind of, so, yeah, no, I, I disagree. Mm. I think it depends. Okay, I agree. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, yeah, there's always, like, even small things they change. I'm always, like, sad when they lose them. Yeah, the thing is, they can never do a book justice. Like, they just don't have the time. The only way they could do it is if they did books as TV shows. And there was yeah. like an episode per chapter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and then like, you end up with a Game of Thrones situation where the studio hurries to finish it. Yeah. Exactly. And the books aren't even finished. Yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> Everyone hates it. And then they make up their own ending. And then the actual writer now can't finish the book because he's so stuck. Mm. I just don't think he will now. No, I don't think he will. He's too, yeah, I think he's too influenced by that. There's too much pressure. Yeah, there's a release date for the next one now, but I, I don't I ask don't, what it's called because I, I didn't enjoy them. And I doubt that will probably get moved anyway. Yeah, but he's never going to finish it because there's another book supposed to come out after that. Mm-mm. No. Well, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, first argument. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. If I need just experience. Oh, look. Cassandra Clare, they're, the film for that is like... Mm. And then the series, you know, I have strong, very strong appearance mm. about... And also, the, I think when the author doesn't post about it on her social media, no. that's a massive red yeah. flag to me. Because you've seen how like madly Bardugo has gone for her series. Did you see the pictures from? Yeah, her? I did. I looked at Abba after I spoke to you. <laughs> Sorry, just a little tangent. <laughs> she got married and she shared like a picture of her cake and her wedding dress. And it was really very cute. cute. Because we stand Lee Bardugo. Forever and ever, amen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so my next one is, I don't know if you're. I don't know if you'll like this one. This is mm. personal to me. Go on. I would sell my soul for all of the Penguin Clothbound classics. Uh, potentially, yes. Like, the, <laughs> the, like you know, the com- like they have the complete collection, like yeah. all of them. Mm-hmm. Where it's like the size of this book, these bookshelves, like that. There's that many of them. I love Clothbound books. Mm-hmm. I own hardly any of them, and I want them. I have one shelf full. I have the. Oh, that might be the same collection. Is that mm. like the... I didn't get the complete Jane Austen collection, I, I think, which is what you Jane got. I think I'm missing some. Because they've kind of been bought for his birthday presents and I've cherry-picked yeah. them over the years. And then I had a bunch get water damaged at uni. Oh, so good. I put them on my um, windowsill, not oh, thinking about the damp. 
yeah. and I was a ground floor room. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was. That's when I know I've made it finance rise. Yeah. Things <laughs> like that. That's when I can say I'm rich. <laughs> yeah. When you can have like a fancy, just like it looks just like a proper like library. Mm-hmm. You know, like you see in like Victorian homes, except obviously they have fun stuff on the spines, but. I would really enjoy getting to that point where I have a little ladder. <gasps> oh my god, yeah, if I get a ladder library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Day mate. If I could have like a separate room four books mm. i don't think oh, that's i think that's a long way off for me yeah i know i've been slowly trying to take over my <laughs> sitting room as just a library but everyone is fighting me <laughs> <laughs> who mm. people want space yeah, no, what is this? <laughs> to breathe and work rude and, yeah and play video games yeah i mean i think we are reaching like this room is you are reaching your limit i'm with so plants and books but then this entire room is at capacity i mm. will admit yeah, like there like is no space to right now with us doing <laughs> there's two people in here and it's like oh no <laughs> it's very much designed for one it's, person it's to be in we have the plants to feed us oxygen or we'd be dying right now <laughs> tony's got one of those reversible octopuses and she's got a little happy side and i just realized i never have mine on happy side um my brother put it happy yesterday and i was like excuse me what is that on its face Turn it, back. it just makes me happy to see yeah. a smiling octopus but sometimes if i'm a bad mood i'll passive aggressively put it on the sad thing behind being a team's call yeah no one picks it up but no. i just want it there <laughs> i do it before beds i'm just like mm, angry day happy day <laughs> uh, yeah i have a plant stand which is far too big for the room i have you have a and plant it, shop um, <laughs> yeah uh, I think check out my Instagram. You'll see yeah, and the like plant every, situation. Almost every shelf has a plant on it. Yeah, you got your little um, propagation station. Yep. No one's oh. really grown any roots yet, apart from the Christmas cactus cutting. Beautiful. So yes, I would also gladly give my soul away, especially as I don't believe in it. Slash, exactly. don't feel I need it once I die. So take it. Yeah, have it. Recycle. <laughs> <laughs> I like to live green. <laughs> but then, like, it's also the penguin books. You know, like, they've yeah. got the stripe, the white stripe. Honestly, just any large series of books, I would probably sell myself. Like, even, mm. like, the whole of the Stephen King, I would My God, them. yeah. Or, like, all the Terry Pratchett. Like, mm. if I could get all the Terry Pratchett cloth-bound, you can get all 50 of them in his cloth-bound style. Yeah. I was going to have a splurge, and then I realised how many there were, and I was like, oh. Yeah, because if you start... And you I don't have, have space. Yeah, exactly. Mm. There is no space. <laughs> One day. One day. <laughs> and then last one is anything as a bookmark if you're brave enough. Oh, of course. Yep. Other books are bookmarks for mm-hmm. me quite often. <laughs> like a slimmer book. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> I mean, I've used like bottle caps, like stuff like that. I've used really random stuff that definitely damages the books. I used a leaf because I, I was next to my bedside table because it got <laughs> picked on a walk home from school for me. <laughs> So a leaf was used. Your leaf present. Mm-hmm. A dried leaf. So when I opened it, it crumbled a little bit. But yeah. Lovely. <laughs> I actually have a huge, wonderful bookmark collection as well. It's just, mm. um, they're not a leaf. Please, they're not next to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my phone is quite often left as a bookmark. Well, these days, because I've got, I have, um, I've got a little pot of those magnetic bookmarks oh, that don't fall out of the book. Mm. So like I lose them less often. Yeah. Um, but I have used some interesting things in the past, like receipt, leaflet. If I'm cooking, I'll put like a spoon or a fork in if I need to stop reading to like do something. So anything is a bookmark, I think. Exactly, 100%. Surface 
Like, I've so many books that I've just bent the spines. Oh. Like, people who don't have bent spines. I used to never have them, but now I'm much more comfortable with them. Someone commented on my one of my TikToks, like, how are none of the spines of these bent? And I was like, I don't know, because I'm really not gentle with my books. Like, I'm one of those people that opens it and cracks oh, the spine. Uh, Cassandra Clare ones are. Mm, yeah, they're... Well, they've been reread a couple of times, yeah. so that's I the thing. I think, like, you can... The ones that have been reread a lot tend to obviously show that they've been It was the Skullduggeries. They were like, how are the spines so perfect? And I was like, I don't know. Because like, I, I wasn't gentle with that. them, yeah. yeah. Paperback are just so much more robust than hardback. The big Cassandra Clares are paperbacks, really. Mm. I don't think I've got many of them in hardback. Mm. Mm. Oh, interesting. Anyway, those are all... That's my list. Okay. Do, you, do you have any more to um, add? No, but let's do a little quick this or that. Okay. So, do you prefer paperback or hardback? Hardback. Mm. I like the look of hardback. I actually really enjoy reading hardback as well because they just sit open nicely. Yeah, like the weight of them is quite nice. How yeah. the porta- portability of them That's is a bit the of an issue, issue for yeah. me. So they're not ones I get to take with me to work or whatever no. when I'm commuting. Okay, what about... Well, I was going to do, like, physical or ebook, but I probably know your answer I'm not to that. Physical. You don't really read ebooks, I think if... Now, yeah, if I was... A, like, I'm in a position of space was a luxury that I had, and now I've run out. Oh. So I'm probably going to have to do start doing some ebooks for yeah. Like, for things that I'm not sure of that I just want to try out, I probably need to... Because at the moment, I'm just like, I get told a series is good and I'll buy all 16 of them. Yes. <laughs> and I don't have the space to do that kind of shit anymore. Oh, series or standalone then? Series. A seri- yeah, yeah, I'm always gravitating towards series. I did a silly TikTok with, I don't know if you've heard the sound where it's like, uh, have you heard the new BTS song? And they're like, oh, how long is it? And they're like, four minutes and Yes, I did see that. Like, I think I liked oh. it. Yeah. So I shared that. Obviously, I was joking. My man, you're still going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's more. Obviously, I was joking, mm. and I picked just the book that was next to me at the time, which was The Witcher. It's not mm. a long series, but I was like, it's got a five book saga, and yeah. there's companion books. So I was like, that works well because it's it's five books, and yeah. So I was like, that works quite well. Absolutely fine on TikTok. I shared it on Instagram Reels, and people commenting like, oh, scoffing like that's not even a not long even series, long. and I'm like. Well, yeah, it's a joke. And it literally says in the caption, I'm obviously joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have done Skullduggery because that one is that was 14 the one books plus the novellas. That was the one I was Do you not do, have a physical but... one you could do in the video? I did, but I didn't realise there was novellas and I was like, I can't just no. do like 14 series and then what would I continue? I didn't. Yeah, no, the they have uh... the 14 book series. That's actually what I picked up to do it with originally. There's Grimoire and then there's a couple of novella books, which is like a bunch of short stories he did. And then I was going to do Wheel of Time, but I couldn't bother to get my book out of the shelf. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, long or short chapters? Okay, so short chapters, but with a caveat. Mm. When it is, I hate the ones that have a chapter that is like a page long. It's not a chapter. So, yeah, short chapters generally. I'm thinking of one of those chapters. And I hate it when the chapter's just a page long. And it, it, I mean, if it's as a plot device, fine. If you change POV for a dramatic moment, fine. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. But if it is just a random, like, one-page chapter, like, for why? Yeah. Like, mm. for why? You could have... No. Sorry, bothers me. A bit old-fashioned in my chapter styles. So just talking about chapters, I'm mm. reading a book at the moment which made me realise it has loads of stuff in it that I love in chapters that I've never really thought about before. Yeah. So um, it's got, firstly, it's got 
title chapters, which it just occurred to me as I was reading that. I was like, I actually really like that over mm. numbers. That, um, I like that. Erin Morgenstern uses them. Like, they're actually a plot device in her books. Yeah, so you need to yeah. pay attention to the chapter titles. And I really like books that have parts. Yes. Yeah, like, I Lafford like that. does that, doesn't she? I'm sure she does. Yeah. Oh, I just made that up. No. I suddenly doubted myself. <laughs> and um, I really appreciate it when there's a chapter index at the beginning, which is rarely used yeah, anymore. No one but does actually, it. I like that. Like, I want us to go back to like classical book styles. Mm. Like, I want front cover. I want inside the end leaf to have the publishing information, yes. the dedication, maybe a map an index and then we get into it yeah. and I want on the back of the book I want a bloody summary <laughs> not on the leaf of the stupid dust jacket things and anything fantasy should always have like a pronunciation guide if you yes, have yes I love non... them like all the Terry Patchett's come with yeah. especially the We Free Men like those books one thing that really pissed me off with the Akatar books was the first mm. one has a pronunciation guide and the rest don't but I was like but I've forgotten how to pronounce it <laughs> Because like, obviously I have such a yeah. big gap between reading the series. I was like, I'm I not reading one after this. the other. Like, I need to go go into the other room, pick up the first book, just to double check that I'm it's pronouncing this right in my head. I was like, oh, just put it in every book. Mm. It's not that hard. No. But I do I like a map as well. Uh, a book should just have maps. Even, even if it's not. Like, if it's for real life. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, like, so I'm reading These Violence Lights and it's set in Shanghai. And I, like, really do with a map to understand where Shanghai is, because I don't know geography of that area of the world very well, where Shanghai is in China, and then also the layout of the city, because it's, like, it's... Because it's to do with two different gangs and their territories, like, I could have done with a map to show me yeah. the two different territories. They're always, like, refer- referring to different ports and stuff that are in the territory that aren't they in. They have to. Yeah, they and should I, like, have I need to. I need to know... I'm like, what, what port, where are we? Like, down at the docks, which docks? Because it's surrounded by water. So I'm like, where are we? That's what's good about, like, the His Dark Materials, because mm. it's Oxford, but there's still a map there for yeah. you. Do you know what else could have done with a map? Looking back, the Harry Potter series, considering yeah. the map plays a big part in a lot of it, they should have had a little school map in there. They just should have. Yeah, they should have. Or, like, just the common room or something like that. But, yeah, that's yeah. it. That was it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> oh, we're, we're dead on. Look at us. I oh, know. Thank um, you for joining us this week. We have um, some exciting stuff. Yeah, so this is to let you know the website has officially launched. Woo! It launched on the 1st, and also the YouTube channel is now up. Uh, we've only done like the most recent episodes on there. We are going to backdate it at some point. Um, yeah, that'll be a process. That'll be a process because we don't pay our editor. Yeah. <laughs> so it's his, his free time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're eating up already. Yeah. But yeah, so... So the website is... LazyBookLoversPodcast.wordpress.com yeah, so come say hi, join our mailing list. And if the more of you come, we're going to... We want to buy the domain properly eventually. But that's Dalal, y'all. <laughs> Yeah. So we need to so know there's need... people interested in it before yeah. we would do that, to be honest. Um, there's a submission form on there if you're an indie author, submit your book so that we can mention it in an episode. You can get in touch with us on there, so if you have episode suggestion ideas, like mm-hmm. of what you'd like us to cover. Yeah, um, and we will, uh, at 
the moment the blogs are mostly related to our episodes but we will start doing blogs outside of the episodes like yep. interviews with authors and stuff like that so please yeah, so come there's say gonna, hi there's hopefully going to be a lot of content on there you can find the feed of our latest posts on there as well yeah. it's just you, a little hub yeah it's just a little place to come say hi and you can get to all of our social media from there as well yeah um, including the YouTube channel so one way or the other you're, you can find us we're all connected yeah, it's all one. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, we're very excited about the yeah, launch. We're trying to be legit. <laughs> <laughs> um, have a good week, everyone. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye bye.